Good afternoon, everybody. Today is July 11th, and it is, this is Phenomenally Purposeful You, and I am your girl Empress here, and I just want to say hello, how you doing? Check in with last week, I think it was. I can't remember, but it's okay. I've been having something, I had a conversation with someone I hold so dear to my heart, and we had a discussion on um, friends and outgrowing friends, and I just think that that's a good topic to talk about, you know, on the people that we have in our lives, and I hope you guys can hear me I'm driving on the interstate, so hopefully this, this podcast will be clear, it's not going to be long, um, but have you guys, and maybe I've talked touched on this a little bit in a previous podcast, I think in the first year, but um, have you guys ever like, so like God calls us to, to love all, right, to love all, and you know, to love everyone, but have you ever thought about the concept of tolerating someone just because you love them, whether, and we're going to just keep it strictly on friendship, we're not going to talk about relationships, but you know, sometimes when we're in friendship, we tend to keep them because we're we're tolerating them. Not that we don't love our friends, but there's some people that we outgrow, you guys. Like, I had a friend who I was close to in high school, and we fell out, and we fell out because of decisions that she's made and lies that she told and I'm just going to be transparent, you guys know, and I didn't do my little hook, but if you guys are new to this podcast, welcome, if you've been rocking with me for a little while now, or since the very beginning, I appreciate you, welcome back, thank you so much for your support, and so if you're new to this podcast, I'm very raw and very transparent, and so going back to what I was saying, this particular person I called a friend, she lied on me. And it actually um, disrupted a friendship I had, a relationship that our friend, our mutual friend had with um, their significant other. And it was just a lot of drama that had happened. And I wasn't even around to defend myself, right? And so... With all, and mind you, we were we met in high school, so at this point when all of this drama was happening, I was in college. I was in my earlier 20s, and I was just like, you know, when I found out about the lies that she told, I, I was hurt. I was hurt because I held our friendship to a high standard, you know. I held her to a high standard, and I believed that she would never hurt me because I've been a good friend to her, but she was not a good friend to me. And um, she was up until that point. And it just, the reason why that she did it was because she was selfish and she wanted to date our friend's um, significant other. And I was just like, so basically you broke, you broke two friendships that were lifelong friendships for someone else's partner. Like that, that was crazy to me. But anyway, so... In that, in that, uh, in that situation, 
I ended up leaving that friendship that I had with her and still love her, wish her well, as far as, like, I wish things, good things happen. For her, I loved her, like, God, how God says we're supposed to love our brothers and sisters, but I will never be friends with her again or be in, in that type of friendly relationship with her again. I got to that point where I was like, I can be cordial if we were in a room together and we had to speak. I can speak to you and be cordial, but I don't have to be your best friend. I don't have to kiss your butt. I'm not doing it. And so she's an, that's an example of me outgrowing my friendship with her. I outgrew my friendship, you know, and I told her, like, I mean, I didn't even speak to her. I'm at a point where we're grown. And I remember my mom asking me, you know, what happened to such and such? And I said, who? My mom didn't have the girl's name right, by the way. Oh, that's what made it worse for me, because I was like, mom, who are you talking about? Um, But my mom described her a little bit, and I was like, oh, mom, well, we're no longer friends, and my mom asked me, like, oh, no, what happened? I said, you know, things happen between people, and, you know, I mentioned to my mom, I didn't want my mom to get upset about the drama that had transpired while I was gone, because basically she lied on my character, and she lied on me, and I, you know, as somebody who knew me for approximately almost 10 years, I'm like, that, that was uncalled for, but it just, she just made a bigger behind out of herself, and so I don't, no longer engage with this girl anymore, and like I told my mom, you, you know, we outgrow people, and how should we handle people that we outgrow, we're supposed to love them regardless, you know, we're supposed to love them with the love of Christ, and like I said, I love her, I wish her well, but I will never put myself back in this position where I trust her again, and there are people who are in our lives for seasonal purposes, and she was a seasonal purpose, and, um, I felt like in the long run, because I was a genuine friend, that she lost the blessing of a true friendship. Um, A lot of people were not friends with her anymore that used to be friends with her, but that's none of my business. But like I told my mom, we outgrow people. We, we, we change, people change. And, you know, it's, um, it was sad. It was sad because when you realize you outgrow some people in the moment it might seem like hurtful and you know if like put it like this and this is how I knew we I outgrew her because you know you would hope that when you get older this is kind of almost like an example of how you know you outgrown someone um in your friendships so let's say you guys known each other since you were children and now you're 30, 40 years old, 20-something years old. You're in, you're developing your career. You're maturing. But this person still does the same things that they were doing since you guys were kids. And, for example, with this particular person, this particular person still acts like how we are in high school. Like how we were in high school at 15, 16 years old. And I'm just like, I'm... 20, at that point, at that age, I was 26, 25, and I'm just like, 
a whole decade has gone by and you still act the same. Now, a lot of you might be like, Empress, you're judging her, blah, blah, blah. Listen, I don't mean to judge if that's how it's coming across. But we're at a certain, like, you know what I mean? Like, you guys, we should be maturing. We shouldn't be acting the same age that we've done. And, you know, some people might be like, well, what if she has a mental illness where her brain is not functioning like an adult? That's different if that was the case. But that's not the case. You see what I mean? And so I got to a point where I was like, okay, God, this is a seasonal person, and I'm just going to allow this person to no longer be a part of my life. Uh, I barely, like, no one that I know associated, associated with her associates with her now. Um, and it's unfortunate. But, again, um, you outgrow people. And me and my best friend, we've had conversations recently and even before about outgrowing people or people outgrowing us. And even in our 14 years of friendship, or as I call it, our sisterhood, that I was thinking at one point that I we outgrew each other. And I was, you know, like, God, okay, show me, am I in this, in my best friend's life during this particular season? You know, am I, is my, is my, you know, my assignment done in her life? You know, and you have to ask God those questions and pray and say, God, you know, hey, God, you know, you put this person in my life and is their assignment over? You know, God, I've been friends with this person for so many years, and, you know, we've been loyal to each other, and we have a great bond and a great friendship, and I don't want it to end, but God, should I be, is this person a lifetime friend? Is this someone who I'm going to grow with and, you know, enjoy life with? And I don't mean, like like I said, in a romantic aspect. But is this person someone who's always going to be in my life? Is this person adding to my life or are they taking away from my life? And you guys, you don't want to have friends in your life who aren't speaking life into you, who aren't there for you, who aren't, um, you know, who don't value your friendship, don't value you as a person. You don't want anyone in your life like that. And yes, the Bible, like I said, claims that says that we're supposed to love all, you know, and these are our brothers and sisters in Christ. But I don't think God wants us to have people in our life who drain us and are no good to us at all. Like they have no good morals. And, and those are the people that we might need to pray harder for. You know, God, like I had this friend and this person did me wrong and treated me horribly and I you know I don't deserve that you know and Jesus didn't deserve it like think about Judas Judas was one of Jesus closest friends and he knew that you know he he knew Jesus was the Messiah he watched Jesus before miracles all of these wonderful things but at the end of the day Jesus he was betrayed by him. How do you think God, how do you think Jesus felt? One of his closest friends. And I'm sure when he was like, I know that this guy is going to betray me. I'm sure he was hurt. I'm sure he was like, wow, 
I didn't expect this to happen. Or even with Peter. Peter denied that he knew Jesus three times. And and, and Jesus even called Peter out on it and said, hey, like, you're going to deny me. And, and Peter was like, no, Lord, I would never do that. I would never hurt you. But he did. He denied him not once, but three times. And so what did Jesus do? Ultimately, those people that betrayed him, that, you know, hurt him, he still forgave them. And even going back to the story about the girl I was friends with from high school, I forgave her. But I also learned that she is someone not to have in my life. And recently, I went through something similar where I had an old friend who we dated in the past. And it just didn't work out, and that's what it was. And we didn't speak for years. And it was okay. Like, you know, we moved on with our lives, and he got married, and him and his wife have children. And, you know, wonderful things that God is using them in the foster care system for. And so things were going great and we didn't speak for three years you know I still prayed for him and still hoped good things where God was still blessing him in his life and with his wife and their family um because I'm close to his mom and I was at one point closer to his brother and some other family members and I got to a place where I was like you know what God when we fell out it hurt it hurt me but I had got to a place where I was like God if I never get an apology that's okay like, it's okay that I don't ever get an apology from this person anymore because maybe, again, that's a seasonal person. And I I knew him for, like, I don't know. I think just last, this year makes 10 years. So maybe five or six years. This, this is somebody I met in college. So he was great at that time in my life. And, you know, God allowed him to come back into my life. And during that season, it was great. You know, we talked and we spoke and we, you know, we did devotionals together and we shared Christ together and we loved on one another in a way that I don't think we genuinely did in the beginning of our friendship. And it was just pure, a purely genuine, godly friendship. And that person, um, he just kind of stopped talking to me and we, we did not fight. Like the last time we did not speak. And, again, it it hurt me. It triggered me for some things. And I was like, you know what? I don't wish harm on anyone. And, again, maybe this season that he was in, I was just, he was an assignment for that particular season. And, again, these are friendships, right? So I'm like, you know, this, there's, you know, I don't wish harm. And I'm, I'm glad that, he and I were able to, you know, make amends with the past and forgive each other if we never got to say sorry. You know, life doesn't promise. And so you always want to tell someone that you've done wrong, I'm sorry. You want to tell them, I'm sorry I did this to you. I was wrong. And be accountable the hurt that you caused people and that's what me and him did we had a conversation and he apologized and guys when I tell you I did not expect an apology I did I not like he just called me out of the blue this was over a year ago and I was just like I'm grateful now that I look back I'm grateful that at least we, we 
we closed that chapter and we were able to say, you know, I'm sorry for X, Y, and Z. And it was not even sorry for the argument that we had or the fight that we had when it happened, but it was more of, I'm sorry for the pain that I caused you back then, that I was so selfish and didn't realize the pain that I caused you. And I'm so sorry for the damage that I have put you through because of my selfishness or because of my my ways that I had. I am so sorry that I did that to you because you did not deserve it. On both ends, not just his to me, but me to him. Like, I apologize to him. You know, and one of the things I told him was, you know, I forgave you. And there's so much power in forgiveness. There's so much power in you know, allowing someone that room, because I could have been rude, you know, like when he called, I didn't even have his number in my phone, and, but I knew it from memory, and so I was just like, you know, should I call him back? And I could have been mean about it, I could have been like, nah, he doesn't even deserve a phone call from me, he doesn't deserve anything like that, like, he, like I'm not get, I'm not doing it, but I did, and I was, you know, I'm grateful for that, we got to make amends. Um, and there's some people in your life that have done you wrong, whether it's family or it's friends or an ex or someone that you cared for at one point very deeply. They may never get a chance to say, I'm sorry. They may never get a chance to say, I'm sorry because of the pain that they've caused you. And you yourself have to make peace with that. You have to make peace with it. You have to say, you know what? If I never get an apology in a day of my life, I'm still going to have peace. I'm still going to move on. Because when you don't have forgiveness and you, you keep that in, you're only hurting yourself. You're not hurting anyone else letting that situation control your life and from from example or point of view I've done that and it was just not it wasn't it wasn't great for me it wasn't great for me to to do that because it ultimately hurt me you get what I mean so um, but now I'm in a better place and I'm just grateful that I can, you know, say goodbye and be okay with the goodbye and not have to worry about, you know, me not talking to him ever again. I'm at peace. So anyway, I wanted to just share that with you guys. Sometimes we outgrow people. I have a, a, some other friends that I'm not going to disclose um, some things. And I was thinking to myself, you know, um, after I had a conversation, I was just like, you know, I was asked, you know, do you think that they should be in your life? And some, and, I'm, and I'm not saying like cut people off that you feel like you're better than them because we're we're not better than anybody everybody goes through something but you have to really look at your life and see like who's adding value to your life are these people in your life people that like I said appreciate you 
you know, are not harmful to your mental health, are, you know, good people. And I don't mean good as, like, they do stuff for you, but I really mean, like, are they good for you? Are they triggering to you? This particular friend I just said that I didn't speak to for three years, and then we just started speaking again a year and a half ago, he's a trigger for me. Not because of our past relationship, but because of the things and how he's done me, the things he's done to me. He's a trigger for me. And I can admit that now. Before, I was just like, I don't know, understand why I'm so bothered by it. But I'm bothered by it because of my own triggers, and he triggered me. Um, Sometimes people want to be your friend for certain things, and I'm not saying this is the case with him, but... Some people are just like, you know, I want to be your friend for X, Y, and Z. And in reality, it does no benefit for either person except them. So I think that just moving forward, we should be able to forgive those who have done us wrong. But remember, we don't, we don't, when God's trying to elevate us, we can't take everybody with us. There are people who we have to leave behind because they're trying to keep us on their level so let's say like a video game you're on level one and you both are on level two level three now it's 10 years later and in the game you're supposed to be at this point at a level 65 and everybody has a different level of life right but you're at a level 65 and that person's at a level six at a level 35 and let's say you guys Things in life happen, yes, but they don't want more. Let's say they're content with where they're at, but you you want more. And so they're just, they start putting you down, like, why do you want to do that? Why do you want to do this? Oh, girl, please, or guy, please. Like, dude, like, you know, yo, bro, like, nah, like, you're just wasting your time. Or, girl, you're just wasting your time with that man. Or, hey, girl, you're just wasting your time doing that thing for your future or vice versa or um you know hey bro like why you with that chick you know all of these things and you realize you know what you may be content with this but I want more you know and I think it's good to ask God like God is is this person an assignment what did I did they serve their purpose I'm just keeping them around or you know God help help me see how they're how you're using me, how they're use, you're using them in my life. Because there are some people that you may have to say goodbye to and you don't want to. And I'm not, like I said, running it back only with friendships right now is my concern. You may have some really good friends of yours that, you know, you've kept around for years, but then you start to realize, you know, they they don't want anything more out of life. They're content with where they're at. They don't they don't, you know, they don't strive for anything or they don't, you know, you start to realize like, okay, maybe we became friends because we had one thing in common, but now we don't have that same thing in common anymore. And our differences are way too different. And you start to realize like, you know, this person doesn't add a lot of value to my life. They, they're draining me. They're, they're not, they're not, they're hurting me. You can put it like that. They're hurting me. And, you know, God helped me to see how they're hurt what am I supposed to do am I supposed to talk to them or am I supposed to walk away from them and you know God will show you and God will answer that prayer 
and just like all prayers and I think it's just amazing how God works through people and through us like he, he uses us every day like I mentioned I don't want anyone to think like oh because I'm I'm getting this I'm doing this and blah, 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 that I'm better no you're not better but really consider like okay God this person in my life I've been friends with since I was in my teens and God we're in our we're in our 40s and they're still immature they haven't grown up and I don't want to return to those days. You know, it's affecting my mental health. It's affecting my marriage. It's affecting my the way I treat my kids. You know, I, I'm not I'm not being responsible. I'm not being the responsible parent I'm supposed to be to my kids because of the fact that I'm still hanging out with Johnny from across the street, who is still living in his mama's basement, and he puts me down because I'm a parent now, and all of these things. You just you just never know. And so I think that asking God for clarity in that area of your life and watch how God will shift things you know if it, maybe it's not asking God to remove that person or see where how God's using them or using you but you know God help me see what is it that they're in my life for and how you know God help mature them maybe it's help God mature them or you know God um maybe it's just a seasonal thing you know God I'm, I'm not friends with this person you know maybe I just need time to get my life together get back on track and maybe our friendship is a hindrance to their growth maybe I baby them I make excuses for them and so God like even with my best friend I had to do that myself where I was like you know God am I hindering my best friend's growth because I wasn't seeing her grow little little did I know God was you know maturing her and growing her in his own way but I was seeing it so I was like God you know if I'm hindering my best friend I loved her so much that I was willing to say, you know, God, maybe this is, maybe my story, maybe our story is over. Maybe this is the end road. And, you know, we came to the end of the road and it sucks, but maybe that's what, maybe that's what's going to happen. So I want you guys to pray about your circle of friends because even the Bible said, uh, I believe there's a Bible verse about it, about, you know, look at a man's friends. You know, I think it's so important to have, like, oh, I, I remember now. It was a man who was paralyzed, and the reason why he even got healed was because of his friends. And so I think that, you know, with him being paralyzed, he couldn't get to Jesus, and his friends wanted him to be healed so bad. They wanted him to get to Jesus so bad, and the man wanted to get to Jesus that his friends literally lowered him through the roof of a home. And so because of his friends and the faith of his friends, that's why he was healed and so ultimately I think that you have to really consider your friends and the people that you hang around and the people that you that minister to you and you minister to because you just never know um you just never know like the power of your friend's faith can heal you but also at the same time you have to be aware of who your friends are and so I think it's just to be mindful of the circle that you keep around you the people that you are around there you know they influence you whether you realize it, just like with your, you may have kids, some of you that are listening may have children, and you're just like, you know, my kid's acting out, look at their friends. Oh, the things that they watch, the things that, you know, we're all sponges of some form of fashion. So just be mindful. I just want to pray us out right quick before I um, leave. Dear Heavenly Father, God, I thank you so much for these listeners. I thank you so much for the word that you have given us today. Lord, I pray for our friends. I pray for the circle of friends that we have, the people that we have in our lives. So 
some people that we're so attached to, Lord, that we're not ready to let go yet. But God, give us the freedom and the discernment to make that difficult decision. I gotta let this person go because they're, you know, just my season might be up in their life or I might be hindering them. So God, show us where our friends are at, where our true friends are. Show us, Lord, how we are blessed by individuals that we call friends in our lives. And also, Lord, I pray that you continue to guide us in um, our friendships and the kids, um, our children as well, guide their friendships and be able to choose really strong friends. We want to have friends like the man who was paralyzed and needed healing and how his friend's faith is what made him heal. Not his own, but his friends. So Lord, we, we ask that you surround them with good friends, good moral friends who are going to call us out on our stuff and tell us like, hey, you know, this isn't right. What you're doing isn't right. And you know, by the word of God, this is what we're supposed to do. And, you know, allow us to love those that hurt us. Allow us to for- allow us to be able to forgive those who have hurt us. It's very difficult um, trying to, sometimes when we're in the flesh, forgive those who hurt us because of the pain that they caused us. But Lord, allow us to see others the way you want us to see them. Allow us to um, be able to be mindful and have discernment of people who have done us wrong. But Lord, we thank you that we're able to forgive. We thank you for the peace that forgiveness brings. We thank you, Lord, for everything you do, seen and unseen. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. And amen. Well, guys, I hope you have a blessed one. I will try to chat with you guys soon. Ciao. Mwah.